come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The from outer space. Here we go. Are you still recording? Yeah. Never stopped. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's up, guys? It's a podcast from outer space. It's your boy, Rob Scott. We got Adam Narlock, a.k.a. Teabag, in the house. Thanks for listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Greetings, Earthlings. And today, episode 54 is the Fermi Paradox. Yeah, we are going to just hop right into it. I mean, is there other intelligent life out there? There might be. Well, where are they? That's basically what this paradox and this episode intends to get to the bottom of. Um, Although, I will say, guys, disclaimer up front, we have not cracked it. We haven't answered it. We're Scooby-Doo on this case, though. Yep, this is a cold case, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Or an unsolved case. Cold case? Yeah, I mean, this is... uh, Think about it. This is precisely why this is a paradox. Because when you look closely at the facts and evidence, or I guess what is presumably the evidence, it's contrary to what the hell is really going on. You know? I mean, the Fermi paradox, as it stands, is asking why, where's all the aliens, guys? <laughs> where's the extraterrestrials? Why have they not visited Earth? Or even why, 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 why haven't we picked up signals? Well, we'll get to that later in the podcast. <laughs> Why have uh, we not heard any signals? This is known as the great silence. Yes, yes. It's like when we're scheduled to record and then someone doesn't inform us of their plans and we're left hanging. Now, come on. <clears throat> Let's be professional here. And did you guys, were you guys aware of this paradox? I was not until you sent me this email. I'm aware of the word paradox because I teach English, <laughs> but this is nothing at all what I expected. So. Do they teach this stuff in school? Are they teaching the kids these I, days? Not the Fermi paradox. No, I've never oh, even heard of it. Adam's not. Yeah, I'm, that's not my job. <laughs> well, maybe work this stuff into your lesson I plan. need to. I'm telling you, I went down the rabbit hole last night okay. watching those videos. All that's right. what he calls it. And we're, are we going to get to the, what you found out? Why? What did you find out? We'll probably get to it later in the outline. Now, I mean, okay, so I know what you guys are thinking. I know. I know. Don't even say it. There have We have been visited by aliens. The government's keeping it from us. Well, apparently they're not anymore. You've been watching the news lately? Hey, right. that ever ve- heard of Tom DeLonge? <laughs> that, very mo- that very well might be the case. Am the I government's right? keeping it from us? What do you guys think? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that aliens have probably been here before. Okay, okay. Well, this episode... Now, I know, you know, typically we like to go to the fringe, um, the outskirts, the weird stories, entertaining stuff, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This episode, science class, guys, we are sticking to the hard science, um, you know? The weird science. Yeah, the mystery. What about the soft Um, science? This is no, this is not soft science. Uh, <laughs> this is hard fucking science. And that's, you know, the mystery, the fucking jelly in the donut. Um, but this science stuff, it's pretty crazy too. So the paradox itself is named after physicist Enrico Fermi, who in the summer of 1950 began a casual conversation 
with fellow physicists Edward Teller, Herbert York, and Emil Konopinski. Now, these guys were walking to lunch, and they were discussing recent UFO reports and the possibility of light speed, right? Now, the exact quote is uncertain, but uh, basically, you know, the scene went something like this. We're paraphrasing here. Yeah, we're paraphrasing. So, you know... Say, Edward, you hear about the UFO in the news? <laughs> say, Edward, what's up with those UFOs in the news? <laughs> I'll say, Herbert, where, where are these UFOs? Hey, what do you guys think about light speed? Hey, one of these UFOs went faster than light. Yes, yes, faster than light. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he British? Can, I don't even know who I am. Hey, Edward, you hear about the UFOs in the news? UFOs, you don't say. I'm British again. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, well, I I hear these UFOs can go light speed. Light speed, you don't. I can't get out of the British. (laughs) Light speed. Where are the aliens? Gee, where do you think these aliens are? Where do you think these aliens are? Now, Herbert, how come we have never seen these UFOs? Where are the aliens? I do. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these guys are. I mean, that's probably how the conversation went. These guys are out. Them. Yeah. These guys are out to lunch. They're fucking wondering. So it's like he follows up the question: Where are all the aliens? With uh, numerous calculations. Um, calculations. Yeah, calculations on the probability of Earth-like planets, um, the probability of life evolving into humans. And the rise of advanced technology, yada, 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 bunch of other boring science, mumbo jumbo, jib jabs, like the Drake equation, you know? The Drake equation? Started from the bottom, now we're here? No, no, no. This guy, Frank Drake, um, he's like, um, he's a fucking um, doctor. And he came up with this like equation. <laughs> you can come up with that. <laughs> he came, yeah, he came up with this equation. Like you know, you put in the numbers for all these fucking F two nine E M C that, that that type of shit. You know, I'm like sorry. it looks Did like I catch a niner in there. Yeah, it looks like um, the board in um, a beautiful mind. Charlie's no, apartment. Not a beautiful mind. What's the movie with the guy? The janitor solves the case. Solves the case. The janitor solves the equation on the board. Goodwill Hunting. Ben oh. Affleck's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It looks like that board or some shit like that. But it's basically this equation of like, um, there's so many planets. The universe is so old. There should be hundreds, thousands of civilizations. So he does all these equations, and he basically concludes that. Based on these, we should not only have already been visited, but many times over by many different beings, many other intelligent beings, but silence. All we hear is silence from the great enveloping cosmos, as Carl Sagan says. Now, let's get into these calculations. Okay. Are you guys math guys? Big math guys? Equation guys? I think you know that's a no for me, (laughs) Doug. All right. Well... I figure, you know, we're going to try to get this, get to this as simply as possible. The calculations are as follows. So now this is rough. All right. I took this stuff from a lot of different articles and, um, and layman's articles, that sort of thing. Um, so we tried to do this as simply as possible. This is the hard math for the hard science. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, not, I, I don't know. This might be soft math. All right. For hard science, because this is like, 
I'm also you gotta not balance it out, you know. A good, a big math guy I tried to put this in layman's terms, so don't even come on here if you are like a doctor or a math guy or a physicist. Like, um, but actually, the calculations, <laughs> you know, this is uh, layman's terms. The fuck is this? So, as many stars as there are in our galaxy, which is the Milky Way, estimates are anywhere from 100 to 400 billion. Okay. We fought, we tracking. That's the number of stars, right? Yep. In, there's in, like in only the Milky Way. I heard there's like ten thousand stars per grain of sand on the oh, earth or something we're like getting that. There. Okay, okay, okay. So don't jump the gun here. I'll fall. So I'm being that guy. One hundred to four hundred billion in the Milky Way, our galaxy. Okay. Now there's roughly an equal number of galaxies in the observable universe. So therefore. Every star in the Milky Way, which, as we said, 100 to 400 billion, there's an entire galaxy, an entire other galaxy. So altogether, estimates are anywhere from 10 to the 22nd or 10 to the 24th total stars, which means that for every grain of Hmm. sand on Earth, there are 10,000 stars. That's crazy. In the observable universe. So, What about the unobservable? Well... Let's take it down to just stars similar to our sun. So stars similar to our sun, they're estimated to be around 500 billion billion. Is that a real number? (laughs) Well, it's like if you actually, I think there is no, like that's so big that there's not a number for it. Trintillion or something like that is what it is. So there's a whole other debate. Uh, you know, basically, that's all these fucking science guys do is just debate each other. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we become scientists and we could just make up some bullshit. Or we get these, dude, I'm coming up with this idea trademark, copyright, pitch to MTV. Let's get these scientists living in a house like the real world, you know? Figure out time Bill travel. Nye versus Neil deGrasse. <laughs> yeah, and they're all just arguing. That'd be great, great TV right there. That's drama. Um, Now, there's a debate over what percentage of those 500 quintillion sun-like stars might be orbited by Earth-like planets. So, you know, a planet similar to Earth in the Goldilocks zone. um, You know, you're familiar? Goldilocks zone, not too hot, not too cold, just right. All right, so we tracking? Now, some say this number is as high as 50%. Others say around 20%. So let's go with the low 20%. So that means that um, there's an Earth-like planet orbiting at least 1% of total stars in the universe. So that's a total of 100 billion billion or 100 quintillion Earth-like planets. So there are 100 Earth-like planets for every grain of sand in the world. You tracking? We're tracking. One grain of sand, pick that up on the beach, that is 100 Earth-like planets in the observable universe. Maybe they just ain't advanced yet, though. So many of these numbers, I mean, these numbers are like incomprehensible. It's hard to get your head around, am I right? Like you've never seen a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, how are we doing so far? Are we tracking? (laughs) Kind of. Okay. Um, Before we get to like the uh, more math, there's an organization known as SETI. We heard of this? Yep, yep. Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, S-E-T-I. Now, this organization is responsible for listening to signals from other intelligent life, they presume. Um, 
Basically, they began shortly after radio was invented, uh, early 1900s, focused on, but like international efforts, like groups of scientists working together, this shit's been going on since the 80s. They've been trying to hear signals, pick up signals from um, what they think are aliens, I guess. But you know these guys are just at work listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. You think so? (laughs) That's what I've heard. That's what you think about the great minds of this earth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, these are scientists, dude. Hard scientists. Hard scientists. <laughs> Soft mathematicians. Now these guys are probably hard mathematicians as well. We are soft mathematicians. Mathematicians. Mathematician or mathematician. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. So just you're getting me off topic here, <laughs> SETI. Uh, you know, only recently, with the help of NASA's. Kepler Space Telescope, have we been able to carry out directed searches um, on star systems? You know, like they basically direct their listening to like one star system where they think they could pick up signals from. And I mean, how they even do that is beyond me. But basically, that's only come into play pretty fairly recently in the grand scheme of things. Well, my question here is what are they expecting to hear? Like, they think just aliens are out there. Hey, what's up, Earth? <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, oh shit! Did you guys hear that one? I like, mean, may, like maybe they could pick up something like that. Like maybe um, aliens have like a whole trucker CB radio system that maybe we catch a glimpse of or something like that. Yep, we're flying by Earth. That's a big. I mean, for. obviously you they're not going to be over. speaking English. Like they're from Alabama, but, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Totally but I'm saying different. is like, I feel like the anticipation is that these other intelligent life forms are so much further advanced Mm. than us. So they're probably not using a fucking radio frequency. Hey, that's in our theories. We'll get there. So maybe these hard scientists need to set the radio down, realize that's old technology. Exactly. Exactly. Now, We'll get to that, but just know that this organization exists. SETI's out there listening for stuff. It's no secret. So back to How our... How do we get that job? Because those guys sound like they just basically sit around all day and listen to Joe Rogan like Adam was saying. Well, you probably have to get like degrees in science and doctors. In radio? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think they're... <laughs> like they don't go to people and say, I work in radio. <laughs> yeah, they go to a fucking building and just sit around like we're doing right now with headphones on listening for shit. But they're analyzing the data. We're not listening listening what to anything data? but If there ourselves. was data coming in, we wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now. No, there is data coming in. They have to interpret it and and weed out the fucking wheat oh. from chaff. Oh, shit. That was just the space station again. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, guys, got one. Oh, never mind. Oh, so, that was just the Mars <laughs> rover. All right. We'll get to those theories later. You guys can shit on these scientists all you want, but <laughs> I'm saying... These the, hard scientists. Back to like the theories of um, the calculations, if you will. Now, this part is complete speculation, but we'll say that after billions of years, 1% of Earth-like planets in the universe develop life. So if that's true, every grain of sand would represent one planet with life on it. And imagine that only 1% of those planets advances to an intelligent level similar to us here on Earth. Um, that would mean there are 10 million billion intelligent civilizations in the observable universe. Scale it back to just our galaxy and doing the same math on the lowest estimates for stars in the Milky Way, 100 billion, there are 1 billion Earth-like planets 
and 100,000 intelligent civilizations in our galaxy. So what you're saying is that we really are the 1%. Well, I mean, based on this math, there's 100,000 other civilizations like us, but we are in the 1%. Yes, that, that's correct. We finally made it. So, yeah, but I mean, shout out to Neil deGrasse Tyson on this one. If we're only driving around the block, <clears throat> who's to say all these other planets out there aren't doing the same and they're just not as advanced yet? Exactly. Now, or maybe they're not even that advanced. They haven't even left their planet yet. Yeah, so now, now if we're in the right ballpark with the calculations, you know, um, and uh, as again, we're going off the lowest percentages um, for intelligent life to develop on a small fraction of these other Earth-like planets. There are really only 100,000 or more intelligent civilizations in our galaxy. And if even a fraction of those are sending out radio waves, Morse code, lasers, uh, messages <laughs> in a bottle, some type of communication attempting to make contact, shouldn't. SETI satellite dishes be picking up all kinds of signals? Mm. It depends how far away those planets are, buddy. Well, I mean, they can calculate black holes way the fuck out in like 30, um, like 30 light hole. years yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah, but it's easy to take a picture. I don't think that sound waves travel that far, bud. Just thing silent in space, so I heard. But does no this one can hear you screaming. does any of this math seem reasonable? Like this oh, this yeah, many, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody's always talking about how big the universe is. There's gotta be other intelligence out there. Well, what was that movie poster on the wall say? So you're saying there's a chance. Not a single signal has ever been picked up. Uh, there have been a few signals left us thinking, you know, what the hell? We're looking for a specific now this Rob, this is where it's a little rebuttal for your argument. They are looking for specific narrowband radio signals, um, something that could only be generated by a form of technology. So, you know, if you look into some of these signals that they've picked up, like the wow signal, um, you know, these could be our just Google. It's like, uh, check out the wow signal. This is like the strongest, I guess, um, the strongest argument for something that could be seen as extraterrestrial. It's actually very scientific, so we won't go into it. A lot of like radio talk. Um, and there's also this SHGBO2 plus 14A. This was like another thing that SETI picked up that they think is some sort of intelligent life. And um, there's also most recently uh, FRB 180814. This was picked up by CHIME. Uh, and this is like a, a radio device up in Canada. And basically they did... Chime? Yeah, Chime. Basically they detected six bursts um, between August and October of 2018 consistent with originating from a single position in the sky. So they're saying, hey, this could be some intelligent life. But um, what's really fucking weird about this signal is... That it came from Canada? No, it came... <laughs> It came, oh, sorry. it came from somewhere in the galaxy where there's just no star. Like there's no star nearby it where this signal came from. So like, what is it, a spaceship? That's no star. I had friends on that Death Star. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's some type of Death Star. But I think even then we would see that, right? It's just nothing there. Yeah, but you can't see what's not there, you know what I mean? No shit. 
What if maybe they don't want you to see him, so that's why you can't. They oh, some classic, yeah. Some uh, invisible cloaking mechanism on their Death Star. But Death maybe Star it's like Wonder Woman wormhole, shit. Dude. Yeah, it's like Wonder Woman coming down. She had an invisible ship, you know? And now, a rope. okay, here we go. How about this? How about this? So there's these signals that, you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe, just maybe, but no definitive. But they can't pinpoint where these come from? I just said they did. (laughs) They pinpointed exactly where it came from. There's no star or planet nearby where this strong one came from. So that's why a lot of people think it's like, you know, some bullshit. But basically, uh, yeah, what I'm getting at, no definitive, 100% undeniable signal from another intelligence has ever been picked up. And, you know, that's right where this paradox lies. Where are these fuckers? It's like when you're having a party, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around, 1030 just you cracking open a couple beers and you're like yo where's everybody at has that happened to you a lot i think it does not to me personally guy i know <laughs> okay so my friend um all right let's let's throw a couple more wrenches in the gears how are we doing so far with the paradox well you know maybe uh, ever since the roswell crash they're like well we can't go back there we already fucked that up mm-hmm mm. okay or like so, the grass was saying, man, we're just lowly worms. We're not that interested, not that cool. Yep. Now, so check this out. So our sun is pretty young in the grand scheme of things, which means that there are way older stars um, and way older Earth-like planets, which in theory would mean there are civilizations far more advanced than us, right? In theory. In theory, in theory. The theory. numbers don't lie, sure. Uh, now, this is what I like. I guess a lot of yeah. scientists call a type two civilization. Now, did any of you guys do research into that? Well, I just saw type one, type two, type three. So type two, I guess, is like um, advanced. They can do interstellar travel. They can like harness resources. Like, you know how we're trying to like mine asteroids, space force, all that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. we got to that point, that would be type two. Um, so essentially there should be some type of type two civilizations out there. Right. But again, nothing but silence from the cosmos. So the question remains, where is everybody? Where are they now? Just for some, uh, perspective before we get to all these theories, I know we've already hit on a couple, um, because you guys are excited about this. I can tell you guys are, uh, jumping the gun. So, (laughs) You know when you hear about like 4th century Greek guys saying that the sun revolved around the earth uh, or like churches debating um, some of the first scientists saying they were heretics and you know you hear that and you're like (laughs) these guys are idiots you know okay you guys have all been there right so that's basically where we are with this topic. We're the fourth century Greece guys right now. Uh, really, nobody can explain this, and pretty much everything's up in the air at this point. I mean, within science today, there's basically, uh, I mean, there's more, but we're going to hit on like the two main schools of thought, um, and each one has their own sub-theories or sub-thoughts, we'll call them. Uh, and I mean, this stuff gets phew, rabbit hole deep, guys. This is like Alice in Wonderland shit. Um, So let's go with school one. Basically, this school suggests there is nothing unusual or rare about our galaxy, solar system, planet, or level of intelligence until evidence proves otherwise. Uh, This is like, I guess, more or less the principle of mediocrity. Have you guys heard of this? It's like 
If an item is drawn at random from one of several sets or categories, it's likelier to come from the most numerous category than the less numerous. So, you know, life on our planet, and there's so many out there, like, you know, it's more likely that there is other life than us being the only ones, right? Yep. Now, this idea places a heavy emphasis on the fact that our search for signals stretches only about 100 light years away from Earth, allowing us to cover a whopping 0.1% of just our galaxy. So That's what I was saying, Yeah, dude. it's like you're saying, it's like we're only searching, we're only basically um, throwing a yo-yo out, <laughs> you know? Not even. Exactly. It's like uh, we're not searching very far, you know? Just driving around the block. Yeah. Now, possible explanations suggest... Super intelligent life could have already visited Earth, but before we were here. Mm. Now, where are you guys falling on this? I mean, makes sense. You know, recorded history only goes back a little over 5,000 years, let's say. A group of ancient tribes may very well have made uh, contact with these space aliens, but they had no way to tell anyone. Uh, also, this is kind of like ancient, ancient astronaut theory, right? This kind of stems off of this. Like alien shit? I mean, yeah, like uh, aliens came here back in the day, and that's what like the no, Bible like, stemmed from. Like the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like that oh, uh, yeah, yeah. that stone inscription. Was that in Mexico? The guy, like Mexico. The guy oh yeah, the, looks like he's in the space station. Yep, the yeah. astronaut, Aztec astronaut. I think it's Aztec called. astronaut. Yep, Aztec yeah, astronaut. It's our new band. Now that's a fucking great movie, Aztec astronauts. Is that already a movie, or you, uh, no, you want to make it? Yeah, trademark, copyright, it right. trademark copyright, just like yep, our... 2019 uh, restricted, Destination LLC. Yes, now, so there's that theory. Hey, we've been visited. This is old hat. These guys came and took our damn dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, now, they were like, this shit's fucking cool, we're taking it. <laughs> now, number two... They were going to blow this planet up. <laughs> okay, so you think that aliens came and took dinosaurs as, like, pets and blew it up? They... Took the dinosaurs and then they blew the earth up. Now that's an amazing movie. <laughs> wow. So aliens came to like put dinosaurs like in Noah's their Ark style. Yeah. Took <laughs> two of each, blew the rest of it up. Triceratops, because Triceratops is fire, one of the most yeah. fire dinosaurs. Stegosaurus, don't forget about him. And they said, We gotta have some of these fuckers. They're riding around on dinosaurs. Yep. Oh, and yeah. then they just send a meteor <laughs> into the planet and say, "Well, that's what we think it is because we can't describe yeah, yeah, it back yeah. in the, back in the day." You know? Okay, okay. So we think it was a meteor, but right. it was actually just alien spacecraft blowing up the Earth. There we go. Another whole theory yep. spawned just now. <laughs> so Steven Spielberg, holler at your boy. Now let's get into number two. This is uh, perhaps the galaxy has been colonized. Um, you know. Like, a lot of the Milky Way has been colonized by this type 2, type 3 civilizations, but we just live in some desolate rural area of the galaxy. We're basically like Yoda on Dagobah. I was um, laughing my ass off on Earth. You know, we're just too far out for, for people to give a fuck. We're like the rednecks of the galaxy. We're just living off in our own little bubble. <laughs> and well, well, maybe it's like the same thing, though. They're, they're trying to reach out to people, but they're not reaching far enough. Just like us. They're just driving around their block. Okay. Well, yeah, like I mean. painting. Like, they're almost touching, but they're not reaching out for <laughs> Well, yeah, I get that theory, but this is saying basically, 
like think about uh, you know when you watch like um, Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. they have like the Galactic Federation of planets and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. maybe that is going on, but we're just way out, and they're like, uh, yeah, who gives a fuck about them? They're idiots. Those yeah. bumpkins, yeah. They're shooting metal dicks into this. <laughs> this could be a theory. Um, now, this next one, also pretty interesting. This is the, the entire concept of physical colonization. Uh, it's not even a thought to these advanced aliens. Like, uh, you know, we sit here and see things type two, type three. Like, we get more advanced. We spread out more. Like, the whole colonize the galaxy concept, this this makes sense to our feeble little stupid human minds. Sure, like it's in our nature. You know, yeah, we yeah. Dominate but weaker. Hey, maybe some far more advanced beings. They might not have. Um, they're just past that. Yeah, they they, or they just level. don't. Yeah, they're so altruistic that they're like, uh, "What the fuck are you even talking about?" There's no interest, no need to leave their utopia um, to explore the universe. Mm. Maybe, and and this is what I'm also thinking. Going off of this theory. They, they could even view the entire physical world as just like primitive. Like, like they've already conquered their own biology and like nanotechnology. They've uploaded their brains to some virtual reality mm-hmm. paradise where they never have to leave. I mean, just take a look at where we're headed with like AI, virtual reality, technology. It's like that episode of Black Mirror, you know, when she goes into paradise or you can die yeah. and they choose to go live in paradise. It's like, Maybe these fucking aliens are more concerned with inner space than outer space. Mm. Go, let's go further in. Interesting theory. Uh huh. Just like you know, like atoms mirror galaxies or some shit like that. Let's fucking explore that. And maybe that's the whole mind fuck of it. The clo- the more in you go, the further out you Whoa. go. We're blowing minds today, boys. <laughs> maybe they're all just having too much fun riding around on dinosaurs. <laughs> or that. Now this next theory suggests that. Um, Possibly there are some type of predator civilizations and most intelligent life knows not to broadcast outgoing signals, basically advertising their location. I was looking into this one. Now, along with SETI, there is also a organization known as METI, which is messaging to extraterrestrial intelligence. And this is actually scary as fuck because... Um, one explanation for lack of any signals being received by SETI means that we're probably incredibly fucking stupid for, you know, we're saying, hey, hey. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, yeah, hey, we're here. Come check us out. And, you know, thought these fucking scientists would have been smarter than that. And here you are shitting on me for shitting on these scientists. I mean, hey, Stephen Hawking, yep, he, war- he warned us. If aliens visit us. The outcome would be much as when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for the Native Americans. You know? <laughs> God damn it. He's got a whole... He's saying That's like... That's a direct quote. <laughs> that is a direct quote. <laughs> Stephen Hawking, he's warning, hey, we're the fucking Native Americans. These aliens are going to come give us smallpox blankets. And we're fucked. Uh, yeah. You know? Ever heard of the uh, Trail of Tears? That's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Now, even Carl Sagan, he said about Medi that it was deeply unwise and immature and that the newest children in a strange and uncertain cosmos should listen quietly for a long time, patiently learning about the universe and comparing notes before shouting into an unknown jungle that we do not understand. Now, a little Dan Aykroyd in there. That was good, though. But that was good. So, America. maybe... Car parts for the American because <laughs> that's who I am. 
And that's what I care about. Now, maybe, just maybe, there's multiple higher civilizations that are aware of us. They're observing us. This is also known as the zoo hypothesis. Mm. It's like that Twilight Zone episode, uh, People Are Alike All Over. Check that out. And this is also like the dinosaur theory. Did you watch that new Twilight Zone? Yeah, sh- shit. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, are we? that's like what you were saying with the dinosaurs. Maybe, they're, maybe we're the fucking zoo animals in the big galaxy, and they've just got us trapped here. Um, giving us shit to uh, to come observe us, and that's what all these UFO sightings are: is people taking a trip to the zoo. <laughs> 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 <Right>? <laughs> that could be possible, right? Someone's out there paying a couple hundred bucks to come look at us. Yeah, they're like JoJo, the idiot circus boy. And even even piggybacking off these theories, maybe there is one super predator civilization. Um, at the top of the universal food chain, way more advanced than everyone else, and just keeps it that way by, well, like, a, an intelligent civilization gets to a certain point, and they just fucking exterminate it. Boom. That's the filter. Yeah, that could be the filter. Mm. Now, you're jumping ahead a little bit, uh, but, but I like it. About the no, time, yeah, man. I know. I like where your head's at. Now, there's another theory out there that, um, hey, there's plenty of activity out there, but our technology is way too primitive and we're listening for the wrong things. Mm. Now, again, Rob, this is like what you were saying right up top. Like, uh, this is like we're going, imagine us going into the middle of Times Square and just sending out Morse code. <laughs> and when we hear no activity, we're just like, well, well, no one's alive. <laughs> it's like we're, we're on a totally different uh, signal thing than these space aliens. Like, you know, of course we're not going to hear anything if we're sending out Morse code because nobody uses Morse code anymore. They're all using cell phones. Well, furthermore, no one uses Morse code except for us. So that just sounds like maybe, a yeah. bunch of fucking beep, 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 Yeah, beep, so beep, you're beep, saying these other intelligence, like maybe they don't even use radio, maybe <sighs> lasers, like maybe their whole technology is a whole other ballpark. Well, if you can just cruise around an entire galaxy with no problem, then you're probably not using a fucking radio. Radio, uh, a ham radio. Now... <laughs> There's, it's also like these intelligence could be here right now, and we just don't understand it. It's so beyond us that uh, even if we wanted, even if they wanted to enlighten us, they just couldn't. It's like, Adam, you're a teacher. Go teach an ant about the internet. That's like teaching kids about the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. It's uh, like now I know how these aliens probably feel. Yeah, it's like it's just so fucking advanced that I mean, or maybe what if aliens are little? What if the ants are fucking aliens? Mm. And we're sitting here frying them with magnifying glasses. <laughs> I wouldn't want to talk to us either. Uh, this is like the parable of the blind men and the elephant. You guys familiar? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we discussed this once. It's like uh, it's like three blind men go try to find out what an elephant is. So they each touch a different part of it to describe it. And like one guy touches the leg, one guy touches the tail, one guy touches the trunk. Neither of them is is wrong, but they're not fully right either. Mm. Uh, you know, it's like the moral of the parable is that uh, humans have a tendency to claim absolute truth based on limited subjective experience and they ignore other people's limited subjective experiences, um, which may be equally true. Very true. You know? Mm. So that could be the, uh, like, we just don't understand the aliens. Uh, And then this theory, we're completely wrong about reality. Uh, Mm. We could just be completely off base with everything we think. Uh, The universe may appear one way and be something else entirely, like a hologram. 
Or like we were talking about in the Tron episode, this could be a simulation. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. Or how about this one? Maybe we're the fucking aliens. Mm. And uh, somebody dropped us here like little seeds or like a fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like maybe, yeah, aliens just go from planet to planet jerking off and partying. Banging gorillas. And then boom, we're fucking. Stealing dinosaurs. And then boom, we're fucking, we spawn out of that. It's like the opening of uh, Prometheus, right? Mm. Now there's even a chance, Adam, that we're all part of a computer simulation. Oh, yeah. You know, and aliens just aren't programmed into the simulation. Hmm. Right? I mean, that's like a strong, that's, that theory is gaining more uh, traction. And I think it's also because like, you know, guys like Elon Musk uh, are out there, big proponents of that theory. And of course, people are going to say, oh my God, Elon Musk believes it. It must be it's true. It's got to be true. You know, but Elon Musk's not a fucking, he's not a cosmonaut. Guy right? smokes weed and sits around and. Or he's like an engineer, right? He's an average Joe. Yeah. Okay. Now, how about this one? We are being contacted from other intelligent life or have been at some point, but the government is hiding it. Mm. Now, that's a classic theory. I mean, we know. These fucking UFO shits and alien stuff is coming shits. out. Uh, declassified. Uh, yeah. Did you watch that? What? The Stuck new Tom DeLonge one? Mm -hmm. There's a new episode? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it Comes yet. Comes out on Fridays, I think. Every uh -huh. Friday. I think they're on episode three now. I watched the second one. Again, more boring shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, more stuff in the news is popping up. Maybe the government has been hiding it all along, you know? Now, I just can't fight this feeling anymore. Now, so all those sub-theories are in school one. I mean, how do we feel about school one? It's all right. So do... <laughs> <laughs> recap, recap, TLDL. What, what's of school, school one, one again? School We're one like is just 1%, all... like the 1%, basically? Um, no, school one is saying that, like, we are not special. We are not fucking snowflakes. Um, we are <laughs> fight just... Fight club, basically. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, fight okay. club theory. And it's like all the... Maybe all these theories fall into that, um, you know? Okay. Now, school two... Where the fuck is it? The Great Filter. Yeah, oh. school two involves the Great Filter. This is uh, basically... Like what the great filter is, is a stage in evolutionary process that is extremely unlikely or even impossible for life to get beyond. So the most important question in this school of thought is when in our evolutionary timeline does the great filter occur? Now, depending on where the great filter occurs, there's three possibilities. One being we are very rare. One being we are the first. And the coup de grace, we are actually fucked in the ass. Now, I'm paraphrasing from these scientists Mostly. here. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> That's actually exactly what it said. <laughs> so, if we're going off the fact that we're extremely rare... Like a $2 bill? Nice. Well, those they print those. <laughs> if, we're, if we're extremely rare... like a, Adam gets No, it. like a Charizard card. $500. <laughs> Have you not heard the $2 bill song? A Black Lotus. <laughs> Have you heard the $2 bill song? Obviously not. No. I'm rare. I'm rare. I'm rare. Like a $2 bill. Two Jesus chains. Christ, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go off the fact, the two chains theory, we'll call it, that we, <laughs> we are yes. extremely rare. So this, this idea takes a look at if we are special, 
when did we become special? When did we become rare? Which step did we surpass that nobody else gets, that everybody else gets stuck on? I'm still um, going back to the dinosaur theory. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. listen. You're way off base here. Listen. One possibility, the great filter could be at the very beginning, so it must be extremely rare for life to even begin. This would mean that not only is there no intelligent life out there, there may be no other life at all. Um, Got to call bullshit on that one. Okay. A great filter could also be the jump from a simple cell to a complex cell. So, you know, if this is the case, maybe um, sim- there's simple life out there, but it's it's extremely rare for it to develop as it has here on Earth. Like maybe all these other possible Goldilocks planet cells just never met at the right time and place to develop past the single cell stage. Simple jet. Flapjacks. Now, I was reading this book in preparation for this episode, uh, The Goldilocks Enigma uh, by Paul Davies. This guy is like a physicist, a cosmologist, uh, astrobiologist at Arizona State. Uh, basically, he explains in this book, like, Goldilocks zone, like, you know, just r- like our planet's just right to stay warm and have the right atmosphere to sustain life. Um, and theories why we could be alone he, he expands on theories why we could be alone in the universe and possibilities on how the universe is fine-tuned for life. Um, and basically, like his whole book, he's a cosmologist, right? So he doesn't believe in God, and he's saying a lot of them don't believe in God. So they're trying to get like past the enigma of like why there's life without bringing God into the equation. Mm. So essentially he explains like a couple different ways. One is the absurd universe. This is also weak anthropic principle, WAP. Wap, wap, wap. This is saying that like um, the universe just like there's no design. It's all fucking, it's like Forrest Gump. You know, we're all blowing on the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all just a fucking, it's all just one big mind fuck, you know? There's no point in searching for its meaning. There is no meaning. But he rebuttals, uh, one guy like rebuttaled this with saying, like, if this is the case, then why do you, why are we even, why are scientists even out there looking for a deeper meaning? Mm. You know? Got to pay the bills somehow, am I right? <laughs> so they're just bullshitting everybody? I mean, based on what you just read to me, it sounds like it. Okay. So... <laughs> There's also the unique universe, which is basically the opposite of what we just talked about. This is that it's like our universe is so unique. Uh, this And there's some sort of underlying theory or theory of everything. And the fucking bio-friendliness of the universe is incidental, um, as is the evolution of intelligence. So, you know, Stephen Hawking, um, he's been a big proponent of this. Um, However, in 2004, he went on record saying that he believes the grand unified theory of everything cannot be found because we live within the system we seek to understand. Mm. So, I mean, that in itself is a mindfuck. This whole episode is a mindfuck. Um, you know, there's also the multiverse theory he explains. Now, this is like basically there's... Adam, do you want to field this one? No, I don't. Do you call me out here for the whole Wu-Tang thing? Is <laughs> yeah. This is my punishment? Yeah. The lady called it Wu-Tang Clan Explains the Multiverse. But it's not? It's not. I mean, you and I tried to find the videos. Okay, so basically multiverse is like there's 
a vast number of different universes it's like on out Family there. Guy. What's that? Explain. You've never seen it on Family Guy where Explain. Stewie and Brian... Maybe our listeners have it. Explain. No, they need to go watch it. Stewie and Brian just travel... I don't know how to explain it, man. They're just like... Well, come on. In this, uni- in this universe, we're good friends. We have this podcast, but maybe in another universe where we don't even know each other... And then in another universe, we're girls. And then in another universe... Yeah, so it's like, it's like monkeys a, on a typewriter? Yeah. Yeah, okay, like infinity. <laughs> what? You never heard that theory? No. It's like uh, the way to explain infinity or to even like wrap your head around infinity is that like, um, say there's an infinite number of monkeys just pounding on a typewriter key. Eventually, one of those monkeys will type in its entirety the entire works of Shakespeare. Okay. And that's like a way to, like, you can't even comprehend that. Like, just randomly. They're just randomly pounding. Right, right, and eventually, right. one of those monkeys, infinite number of monkeys, or multiple monkeys going for an infinite amount of time, will type out by accident the entire works of Shakespeare. You're crazy oh, for that yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you can't even explain infinity. That's nice. <laughs> We're trying to explain infinity. You're looking up fucking Marvel Wu Tang. <laughs> You were just talking about it, fuckers. He's going into trying- inner space. His cell phone stuck in the cell phone. Oh he doesn't God. care about the multiverse. I was trying to find the multiverse thing you're talking about. We established it's <laughs> not he. The lady's an idiot. She doesn't know what the multiverse is. Yeah. Although there is a nice TED talk by Chuza. No. Look it up. There's no such thing as a nice TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So essentially, multiverse. There's just multiple universes. Um, okay, okay. Let's let's go back to this guy Paul Davies uh, Goldilocks book. Did we he, see this guy on YouTube? Is that no, 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 no? And then there's also this one is the is my favorite, and this is the biggest mind fuck. This is the self-explaining universe, and this is that the universe basically explains itself as a uh, on a loop. Oh, like Modest Mouse. Oh uh, yeah. So he's saying like, well, essentially yes, but we're 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 going with time, not distance. All right. So he's basically saying that universe evolving towards like maximal information density, he calls it, will at some point reach consciousness, um, basically like Skynet becoming self-aware, you know, Terminator 2. (laughs) And then using some kind of backwards in time causation, the universe just loops back on itself. So it never has a starting point. Um, Or an ending point. Yeah, and so it's like the need for an explanation just is like lost in this loop. You know, it's like uh, he gives an example of like maybe someday I'll invent a time machine, Mm. write up plans, build it, go back in time, and give myself the knowledge to build the machine. So it's like he (laughs) he just created knowledge from nothing. It's a fucking loop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting theory. Yeah. Now, there's also a uh, last one. we we'll just throw this in there, the fake universe. Um, this is basically simulation theory. You know, uh, maybe we're some fucking can virtual just, reality Can I show. just chime in on that, on your favorite theory, though? Uh-huh. And I'm not trying to shit on it, but I'm just saying that if you want to say everything is a loop so that you're creating knowledge from nothing, then I feel like just accepting that you're not going to really learn anything. Because you just think everything will eventually, eventually it figures itself out. So it's just on a loop. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the theory. It's not, it's just like so incomprehensible that it just loops back. <laughs> well, that's why these scientists are out there looking, man. Um, now, uh. 
But basically, fake universe, maybe we're some fucking reality show. Um, and this implies an intelligent designer basically says scientists are looking for no reason because it's all a fucking champ, you know? Mm. We're like someone's Sims. And so, honestly, what I was thinking also is, so life has to develop on a Goldilocks planet, right? In theory. In theory. And that's also, that in itself is extremely rare. But then what what else is rare about our planet is it, it not only is in a Goldilocks zone, but it has a Goldilocks moon. So maybe we are just so fucking rare in that like when our moon was created, like there's th- there's things that say like if the moon hit at a different angle, like it would have formed in a way where it threw our tilt off every time, you know, the tides wouldn't be right. Like the moon is what regulates the tides, helps the atmosphere, helps like helped sustain life to develop. Bro, so, yeah. See, that's where I went down the rabbit hole because I yeah. was seeing like, <clears throat> so like water is what's a central to life and everything and yeah like you're saying like how we have our moon that creates the tides and stuff there's other moons that if they had moons like like the ones on jupiter specifically is what i remember hearing there there could be life living under ice as long as there was water under that ice that kept that life alive basically yeah but we wouldn't know because all we see is the ice we never went under the ice it's a mind fuck so it's like uh like maybe our planet not only is just right, but also the moon. Like think about mm. the rarity of that impact on Earth that made the moon just the way it is, just right enough for our life to develop. That could be very fucking rare. We might very well be the first ones. And going off of that, now we're getting back to this school two theories because that was all just from the book I read about how we could be oh. the only ones. Now... Going off, so maybe we are the first ones to evolve this far. Um, many other life forms or species may be on the way to superintelligence, but it just hasn't happened yet. So we just might happen to be right place, right time in the universe to become the first super intelligent civilizations. That is, if we don't fucking murk <laughs> ourselves. Scary thought that we're at the head of the class. Yep. I doubt that. Now, are we ready for the coup de gras? So this is one, we are 100% fucked in the ass. Stephen this, Hawking's nightmare, right? Um, I'm not sure oh, I think where I, he falls on this. I think I saw something like that. Maybe. So how about this? In other words, the filter is ahead of us. We are not rare. We are not first. Then it must be that the great filter lies in our future. So this would suggest that life regularly evolves to where we are but then something prevents life from going further, reaching high intelligence. Um, and if that's the case, then we are very unlikely to be the exception. <coughs> so um, some of the great filter possibilities, one is a regular occurring cataclysmic natural event. So like gamma ray bursts detected in other galaxies wipe us out. Um, you know, maybe something like a meat, like the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs. Allegedly. Well, now we know they were stolen by aliens. So. Yeah. Or that, or we, maybe we could be stolen by aliens. And you know, another possibility, they uh, just want us for sex. Another possible scenario is that, um, intelligent civilizations just end up destroying themselves once a certain level of technology is reached. Um, like we almost did. Yep. AI, nuclear war, maybe something we haven't even discovered yet. Like ice nine in cat's cradle. You guys remember that? 
It's like this scientist develops this particle where if you drop it into water, it just any water that's connected to that instantly freezes, and they, he accidentally drops it in the ocean. So then, like the ocean's connected to all water, yeah, so yeah, it all yeah. freezes. Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, you know, that could be possible, right? Mm. Now, this guy Nick Bostrom, I think we discussed him on our AI episode. This guy's a Swedish philosopher, um, and he is known for his work on existential risk, uh, the anthropic principle super intelligent risks, that sort of thing. Uh, he's published over 200 works in the field. And he says, when it comes to extraterrestrial signals, that no news is good news. The discovery of even simple life on Mars would be devastating because it would cut out a number of potential great filters being behind us. Mm. Uh, and if we were to discover uh, fossilized complex life on Mars or some other planet... He says it would be by far the worst news ever printed on a newspaper cover because it would mean almost certainly that the great filter is ahead of us, ultimately sealing our doom. Mm. Now, um, he believes that when it comes to the Fermi paradox, the silence of the night sky is golden. PJ Led. Now, let's, let's round this one out. I mean, as as we continue our search for others, you know, what are you what are you guys hoping for? Is it more comforting knowing that we are entirely alone, or that we are joined by others, um, maybe more intelligent than us? Well, I definitely don't want to hear that we're fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not my thing, but I think it'd be cool. To- you know, one day I'm the next Han Solo, man. Me and Chewbacca are just going galaxy to galaxy. I'd be all right with that. So you ideally would want other other dudes out there that are be dudes. Be dudes. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying other beings out there that we could fucking vibe with. Sentient beings, sure. not we like could vibe some, with them. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like some, like not like I'm not predator. To get blown up. Yeah, yeah. Or like alien, where some xenomorphs are going to come down and we're going to be fucking. I don't need anything busted out of my chest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'd be cool with that. But uh, I mean, do you think it's uh, like how do you feel if we are just entirely alone? Lonely. It's a little depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be cool to eventually, you know, see some other intelligent life out there. And okay. then they bring their technology, share it with us. And then, like Adam said, we would become like some Han Solo types. Okay. Now some I, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, now, okay. thinking. now, so all in all, I mean, it's like... Uh, also, I'm really hoping that it, life is not just a simulation. That's me personally. But you, you, it would not even affect you because you would never figure that no, out. No, but what if I did? Until the simulation ends. <sighs> How would you figure that out? If you figured it out, and be it like would be the over. Loop, right? Then and it'd you, just replay itself. Oh, maybe. Oh, but man. then your memory would be wiped. Right. So yeah. you would never even I know. I guess. Now, it's also like, uh, how about this for, for size? Um, try this one on for size. Uh, how about this for size? Yeah. I like that better. So how about this? If we're going off a of hard science, there is no fucking evidence that anything's out there. You know, nothing's right. going to come save us. There's nothing out there that's going to fucking come out, come down. Like, not, like maybe there is intelligent life out there, but maybe we're just in our lives. We're never going to develop past a little one inch um, communication Surfing of our galaxy. Block. You know, we're fucking just driving around the block. It's we're scanning 0.1% and we're not going to get much further than that. 
And maybe that's what, that's why maybe the universe is so big. We are never meant to meet up with other people just like us. But it would be crazy if we did, right? Sounds like my dating life. Or what if like, uh, like going off the multiverse theory, maybe every galaxy is like a copy, but it's a little bit different. And maybe you look up at one of those stars in the night sky and for every star you see, there's another Goldilocks planet with another atom teabag <laughs> on it looking back at you thinking hey what if there's somebody out there and maybe if how about this one if you meet him boom it resets and that's what the big bang is <sighs> just a big bang my brain <laughs> okay pause Left you in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i mean you know i think you know we were never meant to get these answers and maybe it is like forrest gump said we're all just floating accidental on a breeze. Mama said these my magic shoes. <laughs> Maybe we need to just stop looking for answers and just enjoy the fucking time we got. You know? Mm. Would be nice. All in all, this paradox leaves us with the humbling fact that we are probably not as smart as we think. Oh, yeah. And the possibility that a lot of what we are quote unquote sure about might be wrong. And it reminds us that future generations will look at us the same way we look at ancient people who were sure that the stars were the underside of a dome of heaven and that these future generations will say, wow, these, these buffoons, these bozos, they really had no fucking idea, no clue what was going on. You know, we're the bozos in the simulation, guys. <laughs> Sounds about right. We are... The bozos. And we're did fucked. Did you just hear that? I did. Yo. That was extraterrestrial communication. <laughs> Man. Okay. We're steady, dude. I hope that picked up. I think it did. Hey, hopefully some fucking space aliens pick up this podcast and they get one step closer to the truth. And you know what I would say to those aliens? We ain't scared. <laughs> and we don't care. <laughs> now... If you want further reading on this, I want to cite um, Wait But Why. Uh, this guy did a great – Tim Urban, he did a good article on the Fermi Paradox. Tim Urbanek? Uh, no, not Tim Urbanek, <laughs> Tim Urban. Um, also check out uh, www.bethinking.org. Um, there's a great article on the uh, Goldilocks Enigma. And check out the book, The Goldilocks Enigma by Paul Davies. I mean, really fucking – if you're into science and like shit like that, check it out. I mean, I don't even know how dated it is. I think it was written like in 2005. So maybe they found out some crazy shit that I didn't even do research into. Maybe if y'all hear anything, let us know. Yeah. And I mean, let us know what you guys think as always. Um, fucking aliens, dude. Are they out there? Drake equation. Maybe the government is hiding it. Maybe we are fucking alone. And um, there you have it. If you see something, say something. And uh, as always, you know, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, Podcast from Outer Space. The old Gmail, Podcast from Outer Space at gmail.com. And now on our website, Podcast from Outer Space.com. We've got t shirts, we've got stickers, we've got mugs coming July 4th. Yeah, T-shirts, uh, selling like hotcakes. Get them while you can. Uh, www.podcastfromouterspace.com. Um, check it out. Uh, support the show. You know, all proceeds we're going to use to uh, buy new equipment, new mice, get some better fucking quality up here for you guys. It's all going to help improve the show. 
Thanks again for tuning in, all you lonely aliens out there. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Wish of my own. That's why I'm lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. I wish that I could go back home. Letters, never a letter. I get no letters in the